everyone, and welcome back to Astral Cognition's podcast, Creative Minds. My name is Shika, and I will be your host for this episode. Astral Cognition is a student-run platform dedicated to empowering the creators of our world and guiding everyone through the process of becoming a creator. On Creative Minds, we take a look at creativity in the real world. We have awe-inspiring interviews with successful creators, magnificent stories from developing creators, and everyone in between. Today we have Kieran Chaudhry, a first year's master's in cybersecurity and an IT professional, and the founder of Keys Berries. How are you doing today, Kieran? Hi, Shika. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully, except for the fact that school is a pain, but that's okay. You know what? <laughs> I, I have I have a deep distaste, like a, a, a it's, I, I wouldn't call it a hatred, but it's just like a deep-rooted, yeah, hatred <laughs> for um, like online school. Oh, I completely understand. It's really challenging with the whole transition from having hybrid classes um, to completely online to just the whole change in general. Yeah, no, it's been one weird ride, honestly. Um, so I wanted to start off by just asking, what is cybersecurity? Cybersecurity is honestly a term that's thrown around so much, and people are just like, oh, cybersecurity, that's so hot and trending right now. But so many people just don't understand what truly it actually is. There's actually so many deeper aspects of cybersecurity, such as penetration testing, such as um, identity and access management, vulnerability management, all terms that, you know, a regular person would not, uh, you know, pursuing maybe a biology degree or uh, an English degree, they would not be able to register right away that cybersecurity actually has so much to it um, that it, you can't really pin it down to just one thing. Essentially, cybersecurity is all about protecting systems, protecting data, protecting people. But there's so much that goes into that, that um, quite frankly, that's really what inspired me to continue my education in cybersecurity because despite having a bachelor's in national security and having a minor in computer science, I truly wanted to have a deep dive understanding and knowledge of what cybersecurity truly is all about. That is amazing. That's actually really cool. Um, and I know that like people, um, especially like people that probably aren't in the IT field definitely throw around like oh you should definitely try out like try to go into cybersecurity but uh it's way too vast to just say oh you know just go into you know it's like saying go into English exactly and you like you don't like are you going to be a literature major are you going to be an English history major are you going to like what, what? creative writing like yeah what, what aspect of English do you want me to understand it's kind of the same way like you really nailed that analogy it's really the same way with cybersecurity. it's like okay I could go into cybersecurity, but do I want to do network security do I want to be a part of like identity and access management what truly do I want to explore within cybersecurity? Yeah, and I think that's a really good point you brought up that like it, while it does boil down to just like protecting people and data on the internet, it, that there's a lot of different ways you can do that and a lot of different niches that you could go into. 
Absolutely. Um, um, so, uh, what made you, I know you kind of answered this, but I, I, I wanted to ask, like, what made you sort of want to go more into cybersecurity than maybe, like, you know, uh, national security or um, computer science? To be honest, um, I've had such a big passion for computer science ever since I was in high school, since I was a freshman in high school. I think throughout high school, I followed a computer science track, whether it was through various APs, like taking math APs, taking computer science APs. Um, I even had my um, own experience of setting up a career fair when I was in high school for younger students so that we could teach them all how to code um, in the program Scratch, which was a really fun and interesting experience. So that really taught me that I had a deep rooted passion for computer science. But when I got to college, I was exposed to national security and I was really interested in all the various aspects of national security, whether that was risk management, physical security, cybersecurity. And of course, I still continued on with my minor in computer science to also have and a better knowledge of what I had built in um, high school. But throughout that entire experience, I really realized I was more so drawn to cybersecurity. While I do love coding and I do have uh, a certain passion for computer science and Python, Java, the coding languages, I felt like I could still implement my computer science skill sets within my interest in cybersecurity, which is kind of what's actually happening currently in my master's program. So really it just came down to boiling down what I was most interested in and um, what really like stuck out to me the most. That is a really important message, I think, that like you don't need to know where you're gonna end up um, when you get to college because I think a lot of like my peers I'm, I'm 17 and I'm a high school senior right so like a lot of my peers are so worried that they have to have their whole life decided out by the end of this year um and honestly with like a lot of the people I've talked to and especially like what you just said it's important to realize that you are probably going to change what your interests are going to change um, when you get to college and you're going to be exposed to a lot of new things and maybe things that you didn't consider before might become of interest to you. Absolutely. I feel like there's so much pressure, especially as a high schooler, that you feel like, you know, you're taking your SATs, you're thinking of your stats in relation to other students versus, um, you know, like di for different schools and you're trying to figure out, okay, maybe I want to go to this school. But quite frankly, you actually never know where you're gonna end up. I thought my entire life growing up in Central Jersey that I was gonna go to Rutgers and I did not go to Rutgers. I ended up going to a small school in Jersey City and I was so happy I ended up going there because that's how I found my major. It's such a small major that it's only like offered in um, certain schools. So it was really a great experience trying to you know, navigate myself. And I really also do believe firmly in the fact that you're not gonna know every step of the way where you're gonna end up. But if you allow yourself to experience different things and, you know, kind of test the waters, you may end up finding something that you never even considered and it might end up being the best decision of your life. That is really inspiring. I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with that. 
Um, and honestly, like nobody, like nobody can expect you to know what you're gonna do at like 17 or 18 years old, right? It's insane that like pe sometimes people just like assume that you know what you're gonna do when you're like barely an adult. Absolutely. I started off as a computer science major with the general business minor. And my first semester in, I knew that while I do have a passion for business and I do have a passion for computer science that I really, really wanted to explore national security. So my first semester in, I switched my major and I stuck with my plan. Um, even experiences outside of just my major, I started working as a tutor. I was also an instructor for computer science in a company downtown Jersey City for a little while. Those experiences led me to realize that one of my future goals is to become a adjunct professor. So you never really know what is gonna lead you where. That's, uh, yeah, that's an, a really good point. Um, and I actually wanted to talk about how, um, this is kind of a sidetrack, but there's a lot of people that just thinks that uh, computer science is just one field, right? Like you can major in computer science, but um, computer science is actually like quite broad, isn't it? It is quite broad. There's so much that goes into computer science, whether it's machine learning, data science, there are, um, you know, various different um, coding languages that you could approach. And it really comes down to like an individual. I know people that swear by using C++ and I know people that swear by using Python or, or Java. And it really comes down to your personal preference as an individual. But it's, you know, a lot of people get so afraid with the idea of coding as well. And it's really not that intimidating. I think what is actually more important than the language is you having that problem solving skill set and being able to really work through a problem, understand what it's asking, and being able to deliver a solution. If you can plan out your solution, then you can implement it in code. You just have to learn the syntax. You just have to learn the language. But the main thing about computer science is really having a good sense of problem solving. Yeah, and I, I think that's where like a lot of people sort of like question why computer science is considered a creative field. Um, some, and like also a math and science related field. Uh, it's because like you're, you're solving problems that you know, are you know you you might have a program that you know is failing for some reason. Maybe it's just not running, and you have to go through you know diagnosing the problem and finding out ways you can solve the problem. Essentially, I mean, you go through the entire design process again. Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, and th that design could be iterative. Like you might realize, oh wait, this doesn't really work. Let me fix this, and let me try this other solution to see if this works better. Yeah, it's and never like, linear. It's not, and I think that's a really important note that like computer science is also a creative field, just as much as it's a math and science oriented field. Absolutely. Um, so I wanted to ask, since, you know, you are in a field that's 
predominantly dominated by males because uh, you know males tend to go into that field far more than women do what does that how does that affect um, you honestly I at first when I was entering into the field um, whether it was through classes or you know just going to events uh, related to my major or my minor rather um, I didn't really consider that factor I didn't think about the fact that oh there might be way more males here than females. But once you actually get into that setting, you realize how daunting that can be. When you're just sitting in a classroom and there are 17 males and only three females, you really feel singled out. And um, it makes you kind of want to just shut down a little bit. Some people really feel intimidated to the point where they don't want to be a part of that environment because they don't feel comfortable. And that gender gap is a really big issue, I feel like, in the computer science field or cybersecurity field as well, where women are so afraid of joining um, a webinar or joining like a, an event or taking a class where most of the students there or participants there are going to be men because they don't feel like they're, they're gonna be, their opinions are gonna be heard, their voices um, matter. And one thing I do really want to announce is that no matter if you're a male, female, um, your voice still matters within the field. You can be a female and make just as much of an impact that a male can. It's just about having that willpower and knowing your worth, saying that you can really do this, despite the fact that there might be 25 men telling you you can't, as long as you believe in yourself, you can really do anything you want. Yeah, and it's definitely apparent that like, a lot of uh, females don't go into like computer science. Um, I actually, when I was taking AP Computer Science, um, there were only like three girls in my class out of 22. And that was really the first time I had ever considered, wow, there is a real problem here if like half the school is just not, like half the school being female just like doesn't consider this as like a class that they could take. And my teacher even said, that that was the most representation of women that he got in that he, in his entire like 17 years of teaching. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. I actually had the same exact experience um, in my AP computer science class as well. And it's, um, I feel like in that scenario, I feel like there could be so much that people could do in order to promote um, for women to actually join these classes or join the field. And I was actually really fortunate that my teacher was very supportive of women trying to join um, his computer science classes. We were actually getting our numbers to go up. By the time I was a senior, I'm pretty sure there were about double the amount of females enrolling into computer science classes than from when I had taken my computer science, my first computer science class. We had an hour of code assembly. We had our coding fair. 
um, where we had both male and female mentors. Um, and it was all student like organized. I was one of the co-organizers um, of that event. And I feel like it's so important that um, we show how to lead by example. Uh, when we had our hour of code assembly, half of our presenters were female and half of our presenters were, were male. So it was really important for me to see that equality um, being shown because if we um, try to set up an event and we're just having an entire male panel, how are we really making women feel comfortable about entering the field? Yeah, and I think that's a really, um, that's actually a really awesome thing that you like actually set up a panel uh, in order to try to get more women to realize that the field isn't barred, isn't like blocked from exactly. their, from We their have to really potential. show like, um, we have to be that change that we want to see. Yeah, and I wholeheartedly agree that like you, it, it, it's definitely an uncomfortable experience. I mean, I can only imag imagine it at like the college, collegiate level, but you know, even in a high, on a high school level, when you see that like 90% of the people in a particular class are of like, a, of not your gender or not your race, it kind of does, you know, affect you. Um, and, you know, I mean, that might be a superficial thing to some people, but, like, I, I think that, like, unless you really experience it, you don't quite, it doesn't, like, get ingrained in your head that, like, this is an issue. No, absolutely. I didn't really, I myself didn't really register that until I was in those classes myself. I was in those events and I realized, wow, like, I, okay, I have to step out of my comfort zone. I have to be the leader that I want to be to make my voice heard and to show that I can make a difference. Yeah, and I um, really quickly wanted to touch on like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different fields that are skewed to one um, specific gender. Like, it's not like computer science, obviously, we both have the most experience with, but um, I know that in a lot of arts fields, a lot of male artists uh, tend to be shunned away because they just aren't finding a platform for themselves. And, you know, they're surrounded by really popular female artists. Um, we've been seeing less of that as of late, but it still is definitely there because if you look on uh i actually saw on twitter a while ago that you know apparently some artist was assumed to be female because their profile picture was pink um and it was a really it was a really weird uh it was it was just a really long tweet being like i know male artists don't get to uh propagate themselves as much on this platform but I, am, I assure you that I am a male artist. Yeah, I think gender stereotypes are definitely um, something that are, it's, it's prevalent in many fields. Like you mentioned art, um, nursing, I feel like, you know, is one of them as well. There's a lot more female nurses than male nurses. And um, I feel like that's definitely something that as a society, we have to stop, um, you know, allowing that to be such a, big thing like 
if someone wants to express themselves in a certain way, like for example, the artist having his profile picture be pink, people have to stop, you know, shaming them. Like, you know, that's their way of expressing themselves. That's what they choose to do. And if they're proud in their work, who is anyone else to really say otherwise or make any assumptions or judgments based off of that? Yeah, and um, that honestly, uh, I, I think that like gender stereotypes in general, like we know that it's a bad thing, but we haven't gotten to the point where we are actually fighting against them. I definitely think there is a long way to go in many fields, including the field of cybersecurity, um, yeah. or whether it's nursing or art or whatever the case may be. We definitely have a long way to go, and there is so much more improvement that could be done um, in terms of actually allowing people to feel comfortable with the path that they want to pursue career-wise. Um, there is just society has just so much more to adapt to and understand and be supportive about yeah definitely um and i mean i sort of think that like at the end of the day if you're going to be propagating these stereotypes and if you're going to be you know really not so nice about it the very least you could do is educate yourself i think on why this might be the case why do we just assume that this is how it is instead of just saying that this is how it is um and i think that's like a really like it, it sounds a bit cliche like uh, everyone keeps saying like oh you should you know educate yourself and i think to a certain extent it's gone it's kind of become one of those words that you just hear every once in a while every time you're wrong. But it is really important that you do your own research and do, you know, find reasons for why uh, things, quote unquote, are the way they are. No, absolutely. I definitely agree with that, that, you know, the more we educate ourselves, the more we know about um, our rights, our freedoms, um, what we can make a more logical, ethical decision based on what we do to keep ourselves informed. And that is really definitely something that I think society as a whole with many different issues right now going on um, is really struggling to deal with, um, is with educating themselves and really trying to understand, well, a certain topic may have uh, deep roots and uh, stereotypes that have been around for so long. Well, is it like, should we be breaking them? And if we should be, then why? And a lot of people just don't understand that why. And it's really important to kind of get word out there and find resources that help better explain why you should be doing something or shouldn't be doing something. Definitely. Um, so it was wonderful talking to you about um, cybersecurity and computer science as a whole and what that means, um, as well as the role of women in those fields and gender stereotypes. We covered a lot. Um, 
in that episode, but it was wonderful talking to you. Likewise. Being able to touch upon these topics that are not really spoken about um, too much and really having that um, exposure to something from whether it's cybersecurity to uh, various different fields, not having uh, professionals or students being able to freely express themselves or really truly understand um, what they want to pursue because of society as a whole. That is a really good summary for this week's episode. And I think that's all the time we have for this uh, episode. So thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Creative Minds. If you like this episode, you can support these creators by using the links mentioned in the description. Please follow our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel in order to stay up to date on the latest episodes. Also, share this episode with anyone who you may think may benefit from it. Friends, family, your neighbor, your dog, whoever. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.